Hi guys, welcome to Ashley Young, the podcast. My name is Ashley Young and I am so incredibly excited to have you guys here with me along this journey. I do actually trust and believe that it will indeed be a journey. So here's what you can expect. We are going to discuss having a Christ-centered life, wholeness, and business. Now listen, I know that is such a wide range of topics to discuss, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab your notebooks, grab your tissues, grab your armor, and for some of you guys, you might even want to grab some hangers because you've been carrying and wearing your armor for years. So subscribe, subscribe to whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Rather that is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, or maybe even YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. You can expect a brand new episode here every Wednesday. So get strapped in, find a cozy spot, turn up the volume, and let's get started. We're back, we're back, we're back. Um, listen guys, I am, I feel like it's been a minute since I talked to you guys, although I did not skip a week. We did have an episode drop last Wednesday, but I don't know. It feels like I haven't connected with you guys in some time. I think I want to work on that. Um, I definitely think I want to tap into a little bit more discussions with you guys. So maybe utilizing my social medias a little bit more to tap in with you guys. But I definitely feel feel like it's been some time. But anywho, diving right into this week's topic is so funny because I actually had another topic planned for this week. And I was beginning to do some research for that topic and I literally stumbled upon this topic and it's funny how that worked out because other things happened with that topic Um, but God literally laid this out for me and I'm still unsure even while recording this I'm unsure what the title of this episode is going to be however I'm very excited for the information and the revelation that God has given me And I pray that it blesses you just as much as it blessed me while I was even just studying it out. So diving straight into the topic, um, it's so interesting because I have a client. um, And for those of you who do not know, I am actually a wholeness coach. So I walk with people one-on-one and help them to identify and uncover a lot of their pain points and by uncovering those pain points we're able to breathe life into a whole being because <laughs> a lot of us are kind of walking around broken and wounded and scarred and so I help people identify the areas that are a little bit wounded and help them to find a place where they can blossom again. So if you guys did not know, I am a wholeness coach and I am working on developing some group sessions. Um, So stay tuned for that. But if you are interested in any of my coaching, you can definitely find my schedule on my website that is www.ashleyyoung.net forward slash coach 
you can find my schedule and a lot more information on that website. But diving straight into this topic, I have a client who has been doing a lot of internal work, internal work, and she's reached a point where it feels like she can breathe again. I'm not sure if you guys have ever been in a place where you've been carrying so much weight, so much baggage, and when you finally reach a place where God releases that weight from you, you kind of feel so free. You feel so free and you don't really realize how much weight you've actually been carrying. It's not until you release that weight that you're like, oh my God, that was actually extremely heavy. So she's reached a point where she's laid down those bags and she's discovering now who she is as an individual, right? As an individual without the baggage, without the scars, without the wounds. And she's finding out that, hey, I don't quite know how to be a woman. And so this week's episode, I believe, is going to reach so many people because there was a time where God healed me from so many childhood wounds and even scars that I developed along the way in my adulthood. But there was a time where not only did I have to learn who Ashley was, but I had to learn how to be the woman called Ashley. So diving straight into this topic, I was doing a ton of research and I have a lot of scriptures that are uh, backed up by this week's episode. But one of the first scriptures that I stumbled upon, um, and, and as I was telling you guys, I was actually researching another topic. I was researching another topic um, and, and I'll probably still will have that episode, but I believe that this one is timely. This is something that God needed my audience to hear in this moment. So um, I was reading John 20, John 20 verses 15 and 16. And this is act, this is after Jesus was crucified. He was crucified. He was, he was in the tomb already. He was dead, right? And his disciples had come back and were looking for his body and they could not find his body. They could not find his body anywhere. Um, and so Mary Madeline is so interesting because I feel like we don't hear about Mary Madeline a lot, um, especially in church and like reading like Bible studies. We don't really hear about her a lot, but she actually had a very significant role in Jesus life. Uh, and she was actually the very first person to see him when he rose again from the dead. So it's so interesting because um, Mary Madeline was, she was there and she was searching for him and she was talking to the gardeners or so she thought she was talking to the gardeners and she's like, hey, did you guys move his body? Like, and if you did move it, where did you put it? Just let me know. I'm not mad. Just let me know where you put his body and I will go get him. Like she was, she was just so desperate. She's like, listen, I'm so desperate. I'm not even mad. Has your, has your parents ever done that to you? They're kind of like, um, just tell me the truth. We're not mad. You're not in trouble. Just tell us the truth. It was kind of one of those moments where she's like, you know, just tell me 
where he is. I'm not upset. And the gardener she thought she was talking to was actually Jesus. And Jesus said, Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? And when, when, when he said that to her, it didn't click to her that she was speaking to Jesus. Um, she was still so frantic and she was still so, you know, in a panic, like trying to find where he was that she didn't even recognize his voice. And so supposing that she was still speaking to the gardener, he said to her again, she said, he said, Mary. And the moment he said her name, she knew that it was him. But one of the things that really, really stuck out to me was the fact that before he called her by name, he called her woman. He said, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? He didn't say, Mary, who are you seeking? What are you, what's going on? He said, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? I think it is so interesting because we know um, just through you know Bible studies and even society teaches us that our name has power. It is important that we carry out the legacy of our name, right? We're always we're, we, we always put so much weight on our last name and even our first names, we put so much weight on our name itself. But before God calls you by name, he has appointed you in an office, whether you're a man or a woman, he has appointed and anointed you in the office of a woman. So before he calls you Jessica, he calls you woman. Before he called me Ashley, he called me woman. And so I think it is so super important for us as women to know that we have an office. It's, it's almost like it's almost like a mother if you think about a mother oftentimes we hear and I'm not a mother so um definitely you know don't be offended if I'm not speaking correctly I don't want to offend but oftentimes we hear that women when they become mothers they kind of abandon self right they abandon self and oftentimes I believe it's the same concept for uh, just women in general like we abandon the office of a woman and this kind of goes back to the very first episode when I spoke about being a masculine woman because oftentimes we abandon that office that it's very hard to identify what a woman even is what a woman even looks like and so I really want to dive in further into uh, just that office of a woman. Another thing I was kind of researching and seeking out in John 8, 9 through 10, um, this is this is when, um, and I know we all know the, the verse, um, he who was without sin cast the first stone. If we know that story in its entirety, there, were, there was a group of people, a group of men who were essentially... Um, they were harassing this woman. They were harassing this woman and, you know, they're saying that she's a, she's an adulterer. She's, she's, she's all of these names, right? <laughs> they're, they're pretty much hanging her. And Jesus walks up and he says, you know, he who was, who, he who was without sin, you cast the first stone. And what I thought was so interesting is that Jesus stood up and said to her, woman, where are they? Where are they? 
He said, he who is without stone, he, he who is without sin, cast the first stone. And when he said that, the crowd disappeared, right? He, the crowd disappeared, but the woman remained. And I think it is interesting that we do not know her name. We don't know her name. We don't know her name at all. And and, th- and there's so many stories in the Bible where we know these are their famous stories. We know that it is a woman, but we don't know her name. And it's almost as if it's almost as if and, and let me let me actually finish this verse because he looked up and he said to her, Woman, where are they? He didn't call her by name, but he called her woman over her actual name. It was as if he gifted back to her her woman. <laughs> he gifted her back her woman because through all the scrutiny, through all the names, through all the judgment, the pain that she felt, her woman was detached from her name. And I believe that is so powerful. I don't even want to skip over that because I literally just said something that I did not plan on saying, but it was as if her woman was detached from her name. Whoa, that is a place that we often find ourselves in. When we become so wounded and so scarred and so broken and so hurt, our woman detaches from our name. Oh my God. (laughs) If we think about the story with the woman with the issue of blood, that's another famous story that we all know, right? We all know that story. But it is so interesting to me that that is such a well-known passage in the Bible, but we don't know her by name. We know her by woman, the woman with the issue of blood. When God healed her, he said, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that at that moment. The woman was healed at that moment, right? It didn't it didn't say Jessica, Abatha, Abigail. It didn't say Ashley was healed at that moment. It said the woman was healed at that at that moment. I think it is very important that we understand that we have an office to uphold as a woman. As a woman there is a responsibility that so many of us have abandoned. We have stepped off of our post and we're constantly trying to find that place, right? It's, it's a yearning inside of us. Like we, we want to be vulnerable so bad, but we can't find a safe place to do it. We want to ha- be happy so bad, but we can't find the freedom to just let go and smile and dance in the rain. One thing about me is that, and this is something that I would deem as new because there was a time where I wanted to dance. There was a time where I would feel the beat deep down inside and I would wanna dance, I would wanna move, but for whatever reason, I couldn't dance. If you know me now, I'm dancing. (laughs) I'm dancing in the rain, in the sunshine. I'm constantly dancing because there is a piece of your woman that wants to be set free. If you find yourself in a place where you're constantly frowning or you have this resting face and and it's like sometimes your jaws get tired because you're not smiling as much as as you're frowning. It's like 
it is innate in you to smile, right? It is innate in you to laugh for no reason. It is innate in you to look up at the sun and just find joy in knowing that he is king. Like, you know, above all, like above all else, like you look up and you look at this, you look at the sky, you look at the trees, you hear the birds chirping and you know that he is king. And something in that moment identifies with your woman because there is a freedom that is released and there are so many women that are just so bound because of trauma pain that they they found themselves in a place where they can't even identify their woman anymore i think i know the title of this episode honor your woman right honor your woman and that is a statement not for men because i feel like when we hear that it sounds like i'm telling men to honor the woman that you have right honor her but i think as women as females we have a responsibility to honor our woman to honor your lady (laughs) you have to honor your own woman your own lady within you have to honor her because if you don't you'll find yourself in a place of confusion of wonder you're constantly wandering looking and seeking and and you're looking for that safe place you can be your own safe place right there is safety in just knowing that jesus is king right there is safety and security in that space Have you ever wondered why Satan was, why he went after Eve? Why didn't he go after Adam? Because if you think about it, when when Eve ate of the apple, nothing happened. We were only bound by sin when Adam ate from the apple. The, the, The commandment the 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 task was given to Adam it was never really given to Eve so why did he go after Eve instead of Adam I'm gonna tell you why because the woman has power your bloodline your bloodline is depending on you to honor your woman Honor your woman. He could have went straight for the source. Adam was the one who was who was given the command. Adam was the one that God spoke to. When Eve ate of the the tree of knowledge of good and evil, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It wasn't until she looked over at her husband and said, "Hey, you eat it too." Nothing happened when she ate it. They weren't, they weren't aware that they were naked. They didn't, nothing happened until Adam ate it. But why did Satan go for Eve? Because the woman, it is that woman who holds that bloodline together. Please do not get this twisted because I am someone who believes in gender roles. Oh, we can talk about that. That's another episode. But I believe that God has placed man, men as the head of household and we as women submit to our men. I'm not married, but when I do get married, I will submit to my husband. I believe that God has created this system, if you will, 
and that every person has their own role to play. And so I do not believe that the woman is above the man. That's a, that's a masculine energy, and I don't believe that. But, but it is that woman who has that bloodline. If we think about, and when we talk about the bloodline, I, I feel like we don't quite know. We don't know what that really means. If we know the story of Cain and Abel, Cain and Abel, um, when he killed his brother, God came and he said, what have you done to your brother? He said, well, he, he said, where's your brother? He, he's, he's like, what am I, what am I, your, my brother's keeper? I don't know. And God said, the voice of his blood cries out from the ground. Y'all, he said, the voice of his blood the voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Your blood has a voice. Hear me, hear me. Your bloodline has a heartbeat. Your, it, is, it is imperative that we honor, we acknowledge, and we walk in our woman our whole woman, our healthy woman, our joyous woman, right? We are delicate beings and it is okay. It is okay to be delicate. It is okay to smile, to be happy, to be vulnerable, to cry. That is our woman. So many women, I, I speak to so many women and when we have sessions, so many women they cry and when they cry, they say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm crying. Guys, please stop. Stop saying that. Stop apologizing for your tears. You have to understand that there is power in your tears. Sometimes, have you have you ever been in a place where you are crying and you can't articulate what's wrong? Maybe nothing is wrong, but you're crying. Do you understand that angels are being dispatched when you cry? There is power in your tears. Please stop apologizing for your woman. You are not men. We are not men. We are not men. And it is okay to walk firm, to walk tall, to walk confidently in the delicacy of your woman your blood has a your bloodline is depending upon it why did he go after that woman why did he go because she is the anchor of her household why did he go after her she is that anchor it is imperative that we are healthy whole women the woman must be healed for the bloodline the woman must be healed for the bloodline. I'm going to leave it right there. Whoa. Whoa. I pray that this blessed you as much as it blessed me. If you are in a place where you're learning and you're seeking for wholeness and you want to know how to, how to identify and how to honor your woman, reach out to me reach out to me. There are a ton of different ways that you can reach out to me. Social media, Instagram is my main social media platform. You can find me at underscore Ashley Young underscore. That is one Y in between. So that is underscore A-S-H-L-E-Y 
O-U-N-G underscore DM me and we can talk. Also, if you are in a place where you're just like, listen, I'm trying to go all in. I'm ready. I want to do the work. Let's start your coaching now. Now, don't wait. Don't wait for the healing. Start your healing process now. Do not wait till you are married. Do not wait until you have kids. Do not wait till you have a load of responsibilities on your shoulders. Now is the time for you to start your healing process. You can find my schedule at www.ashleyyoung.net. Again, there's only one Y in between there. So that is www.ashleyoung.net forward slash coach. You can find my schedule there and together we will do the work. I love you guys always, always, always. And I cannot wait for the next episode next Wednesday.